At Total Wine & More, find the best gifts for everyone on your list, whether it's a Cabernet for sis or a single-barrel bourbon that dad will love. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Only at Total Wine & More. Spirits not sold in Virginia and North Carolina. Drink responsibly. Be 21. Where can you find the best gifts at great low prices that everyone will love? At Total Wine & More, of course, with so many great bottles to choose from. Find something for everyone on your list, whether it's a Cabernet for your sis, sparkling wine for a coworker, or a single barrel bourbon for dad. And if you need any help, just ask one of their friendly guides for advice. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Only at Total Wine & More. Spirits not sold in Virginia and North Carolina. Drink responsibly, B21. I wish I could cut into them right now, but they are, they're really good when you let them just cool down. They'll be nice and chewy on the outside and ooey gooey in the middle. Hi, this is Play Me a Recipe. I'm Vanessa Lavarado, edible expert and chocolatier of Marigold Sweets for 10 years. Today we're going to make a recipe for double chocolate weed brownies, except we're gonna skip the weed because I'm in Florida. The recipe is linked in the show notes if you need to refer to it, but otherwise we'll be gathering ingredients, mixing and baking some brownies right here together. Feel free to pause or jump back if you need a little more time. So weed brownies are a classic. They, there's a reason that you make weed brownies. It's because chocolate makes everything taste good. These brownies call for molasses or brown sugar if you want and that's gonna give them an extra gooey center and two types of chocolate. So both cocoa powder and dark chocolate. I'm using Guitard today, 64%, so it's extra bitter. We're just gonna use one bowl, which is why I love this recipe, it's super simple, and mix it up, bake it, and have some fresh baked brownies. Now, if you're in a legal state and you wanna make can of butter, my recipe for how to make can of butter is up on the Food52 site, and you can follow those instructions and then go through this recipe with me using that can of butter. All right, let's get started. For this double chocolate brownie recipe, you're gonna need an eight by eight pan, You'll need a mixing bowl, a mixer, a hand mixer is what I use, but you could always use a stand mixer if that's easier. And then your ingredients, which are the can of butter if you're using that, which I always use unsalted butter because I'm a control freak and I like to decide how much salt goes into my recipe. You'll need cocoa powder, dark chocolate, I'm using a 64% from Guitard, uh, granulated sugar, molasses, you could also just use brown sugar if you wanted and so combine the molasses and the granulated sugar. Vanilla extract, kosher salt, eggs, all-purpose flour, and chopped toasted nuts if you wanted. They're optional, but I think they add a nice crunch to the recipe. My oven's at 350, let's get started. First thing to prep are the nuts. I'm just gonna pop them in the oven for a little bit to toast them up and then I'll chop them and put them inside. We'll just keep an eye on those so that they don't burn. I'm also gonna butter my pan and powder it with some cocoa powder so that the brownies come out easily. So just take some butter, smear it on the sides, get it all greased up, and then your cocoa powder will stick. Okay. Get up on the edges too. Don't miss anything because you want it to be greased. And then just a little bit of cocoa powder, not too much, 
kind of just enough to bang around the pan and evenly coat it. So I'm just banging the sides of the pan to move the cocoa powder around. And I'm gonna get the edges, coat those too. Okay, so that's nice and coated. Got our pan ready to go. I have all of my ingredients out, my eggs are out, my butter is out. And this recipe is pretty simple. I'm gonna do this over a bain-marie, which is just a pot of water and a bowl over top. And I'm gonna start melting my ingredients in there for the brownies. Okay, first I'm gonna melt the butter into the bowl that's over some boiling or just hot water. We just wanna melt it. You can also just do this in the microwave if that's easier. Just be careful not to burn your chocolate. And get that going. And then I'm gonna add the chocolate as well, which is 100 grams, really nice dark chocolate. We just melt that, we'll take it off of the heat, and then we'll start adding our other ingredients. My chocolate and my butter have all melted over the bain-marie. I don't know why it's called a bain-marie. I'm sure there's a good backstory to that. But it works really well for melting chocolate at a lower temperature, because you don't wanna burn it. Once you burn chocolate, there's not much you can do with it. So to this chocolate and butter, I'm gonna add, I'm gonna take it off the heat because we don't need to melt it anymore. No more cooking. Don't be careful not to burn yourself on the steam. Okay, and I am going, moving some things out of the way. And then I'm, I've got a rubber spatula that I'm stirring this with, just making sure all of the chocolate and the butter have fully melted, which they have. In the same bowl that I melted the chocolate, I'm pouring my sugar, my molasses, my salt. Give that a stir. There we go. So mixing that all in together, I'm gonna add my vanilla extract, which I love vanilla. Can never get enough vanilla. Okay, to that. And then we're ready to start adding the eggs one at a time. We're gonna thoroughly mix them each time so that they form a ribbon on top. And I'll explain that in a second. All right, first egg going in, cracked, ready to go. And I've got a little handheld blender, and let's blend. It's a patience game, just gotta keep going, really work it. I'm gonna add my next egg, all right. Mix this one in really well. And we're gonna beat for five minutes, but I'm not gonna subject you to the noise, so stay tuned. Okay, I'm gonna just give one last mix, but it's been five minutes. Let's see if I've got a ribbon, five second ribbon. Pretty good. And that just means when I pull out the beater and I let the batter kind of flop on top of the rest of the batter, it sticks up or it's, it doesn't melt directly into the batter still because there's some air still in, whipped into there. You can whip a lot the eggs, but once we add the flour, we don't wanna whip. So take out your mixers or whatever you used and I like to lick them because that's my favorite part. Mm, okay, I won't 
I won't eat all of those. <laughs> and then we are gonna add our nuts, which I totally forgot about in the oven as it happens, but I don't think I burned them. Fingers crossed. Oh, I did. All right, so I put another batch of nuts in the oven just for five minutes so that I can get them nice and toasty, but keep an eye on them. Don't do what I did, which was let them burn while I made everything else. So I'll be back. <laughs> I had to redo the nuts because I burnt the first batch. And let's not burn these. You just want them a little bit toasty. So I'm gonna throw in these nuts. I'm using pecans. You can use whatever you want. Since I'm in Florida, I figured that was the right move. And you don't even have to put any nuts if you don't want to. Okay, so let's mix those in to our nice batter all in that same bowl. And then I'm gonna take the flour, here we go. I always weigh out my flour rather do than doing volume because it makes it more exact and we want it to be exact. And then I've got my cocoa powder and I'm just putting these into a sieve. You could also whisk them if you wanted to in a separate bowl and then add them in. Just trying to sift these together so that it's nice and smooth when we go into the brownies. So, patting it with my hand, and it's not so much that it's gonna take very long, but it just evenly distributes that throughout the batter. Taking the back of the spoon and just pushing the rest through. Okay, and then I'm gonna fold this in. I don't think I forgot anything. <laughs> so now that we're at this point of adding the flour, you really don't want to overmix the batter. So I'm just kind of folding it, scooping around the sides, cutting through the middle to just mix it until the flour, you don't really see it anymore. There's no chunks of flour. Yeah, this looks really rich, really thick, and very gooey. It's gonna be good. So if you want a more cakey brownie, omit the brown sugar and just use white sugar. And it won't be as moist as these ones are. But I like, personally, I like a gooey brownie. So to each their own. And if you're using the can of butter, make sure you label it very clearly that these are dosed brownies. You don't want anyone to think they're just eating a regular brownie like my mom did one time. My uncles put out a plate of pot brownies and she didn't know and she has a sweet tooth like me and she ate the whole tray. And next thing you know, she couldn't move, couch lock. Anyway, be a good friend. Okay, so now that my flour is mixed through, I can, there's no chunks of it in there. I'm gonna pour this into our cocoa powdered pan. Looks very nice with the nuts. Yum. Who doesn't love brownies? If you don't like chocolate, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> so just make sure it's nice and evenly spread throughout the pan. And that's kind of it. Simple recipe, but you know, if you're making that can of butter, it takes a good amount of time. Butter takes longer, unless you're doing a brown butter, which is really a quick infusion. In order to infuse that quickly, it needs to go over the boiling point, 
which is then when you get brown butter. So to have regular butter, you have to keep adding water and keeping it under a boil so that the water doesn't cook off, evaporate. We're gonna bake these brownies. Okay, so I've just kind of spread it so that it looks all even. So the center is not higher than the edges. There's no rising element in here as far as baking powder or baking soda. So they're pretty simple. Okay, yum. I'm gonna pop these in the oven on the center rack and we're gonna bake them for 25 minutes at 350 Fahrenheit. All right, it's been 25 minutes. My entire kitchen, shoot, the entire house smells like chocolate. I want to dig into these brownies right away, but it's super important that you let them cool so that they can continue cooking in the middle. I'm gonna pull them out and let them cool on a rack. The top is nice and shiny. And um, if you wanna check with the toothpick, you can look on the edges, but it's always gonna kinda come out gooey. So just go by eye. Top is shiny. I have some cracks in the brownies. If you wanna dunk them in cool water, to um, make it a really quick cool down so you have an extra fudgy center, you could do that as long as you're using a metal pan and not a, not a glass pan, because that'll shatter the glass. So let these cool for 10 minutes. They'll be nice and chewy on the outside and ooey gooey in the middle. Just perfect, exactly how I like a brownie. Thanks so much for making my double chocolate brownies with or without the can of butter. If you did dose them, make sure you clearly label them. And let me know how yours turned out. Were they ooey gooey, chocolatey, chewy? I wanna hear how it all went, leave a review. Again, you can find the recipe in the show notes and on food52.com. Thanks for joining me, Vanessa Lavarado, on Play Me a Recipe today. Happy baking to you and yours.